Hello, good morning, and welcome back to Stop and Go F1 for this, the weekly news video, the weekly Saturday news video, the last one of the summer break, as this time next week, Formula One is back in Zandvoort for the Dutch Grand Prix. Of course, we'll be covering all of that next week here on the channel, so make sure you're subscribed for that. Uh, also, yes, in general, on the channel this week, what have we had? We had the video that went out yesterday on why I don't like Martin Brundle's grid walk. I expected that one to get quite quite a lot of hate as of right now pretty much none so you know that's good i thought people would see the title click it and then you just automatically hate it but it seems like people are actually listening to what i have to say and taking it quite well which is great so make sure if you haven't seen that one watch that after you've watched this but we've got all the news to get into from the past week starting with lewis hamilton uh, he's reportedly signed his new contract with mercedes this agreement is expected to be announced just before the Dutch Grand Prix, so this week, although the contract length as of now is unclear. Uh, if I had to guess, I would say it would be a two-year contract to take into the end of 2025. Then he can think again on what he wants to do as the new engine regulations come in for 2026. That would be my guess for what he would do there. Uh, of course, there were the rumours that he would be going to Ferrari earlier this year, and we can also cover them as well because it's reported that Ferrari president John Elkin personally contacted Lewis Hamilton to offer him a Ferrari contract, but Lewis politely declined. Uh, Ferrari boss Fred Vasseur is also rumoured to have approached Hamilton as well, so it seems like there was some... Um, there was some actual fact behind uh, the Ferrari stuff, Ferrari trying to sign Lewis Hamilton if they could. But for me, it was always going to be Mercedes. I mean, I would have, as I said, when those rumors were going around, I would have loved to see Lewis in Ferrari. I think that would have been really fun to watch, uh, really exciting in terms of, you know, if you want to call it silly season or whatever, that would have really spiced that up quite a bit. But yeah, I think it was always going to be either retirement or another few years with Mercedes for Lewis Hamilton. And I was always thinking, he's not going to retire yet. Not yet. I mean, this year he's been absolutely fantastic. If you saw my um, mid-season driver ratings, I think he was third. I think he's like one point behind Alonso in both the driver's standings and also my standings. He's been one of the best drivers this year. Really consistent, really good driving. So, yeah, there's no reason for Lewis to hang up the boots just yet. But I imagine we'll see him for another couple of years. Maybe he'll want to go for a three-year contract to have that first year with the engine, the new engines as well. We'll wait and see. But Lewis is sticking around for quite a bit longer. Right, next news story. We leave the world of Formula One to talk about the world of motorsport in general because it is being rumoured that motorsport is among the categories being considered for the 2028 Olympic Games that will be held in LA. Uh, the IOC, I don't know what that stands for, let's say it's the Independent Olympic Committee, is expected to make a decision on which new competitions will be included in the coming weeks. The final section is to be ratified in October. Electric karting was included as a, com as a competition for the first time in the 2018 Summer Youth Olympics. The event opened then, opened by then president, FIA President John Tots, took place at the karting circuit uh, in Buenos Aires. 
which held 20 rounds of the World Championship between 1953 and 1988. Another electric karting event took place in the 2020 Youth Olympic Games. Other sports being considered for the Olympics include flag football, which is a non-contact version of American football, as well as cricket, lacrosse, breakdancing, karate, kickboxing, squash, baseball and softball. Now, I love the Olympics. It's one of my favourite things in the world, and I would absolutely love to see motorsport included in the olympics i think that would be incredible you know everyone has equal cars do it a bit like the race of champions where it's like an indoor stadium type thing or go to a proper racetrack as well because you know uh if it's being held in america then there's loads of racetracks in america that they could use but yeah i think that'd be really fun as long as f1 teams allow their drivers to participate which is going to be a huge ask because We've seen this year, I mean, there was um, the Red Bull show run that Vettel and Ricardo was doing. Uh, apparently Verstappen wanted to do that as well. I think that's at the Nürburgring, but Red Bull wouldn't allow Verstappen to take part in it just in case he got hurt. So I don't see F1 teams allowing their drivers to take part. But if they did, imagine if we could have like F1 drivers and IndyCar drivers and rally drivers and World Endurance Car uh World Endurance Championship drivers all compete in this motorsport Olympic Games to see who is the best, where you can have different trials and that do to different people's skills. I mean, that would be the dream. And then every four years you can decide who really is the best in the world. That would be incredible. But let's wait and see on that one because I think there's more to come from where that story is. Right, now here's a story that really excites me, but I don't know if I fully believe it. So, uh, Oliver Behrman, currently in F2 in the Ferrari Academy, he will reportedly drive for Haas in FP1 of the Austin Grand Prix in October as part of the Young Driver Test. Uh, the Brit, who is part of the Ferrari Driver Academy, is also reported to have another run, possibly with uh, Ferrari, at the end-of-season Pirelli test in Abu Dhabi. Now, this is great. Now, if you watch my F2 stuff, you know I love Oli Behrman. He's so good. I mean, his driving really excites me. He's my my favourite of the F2 drivers is definitely Oli Behrman. He's just so quick and so aggressive. And I think when I watch him drive, it's like watching a younger Max Verstappen in the terms of you can tell the speed's there, you can tell the aggression's there, but he's not fully formed yet. He's still making these little mistakes. But once he gets those mistakes under his belt and he gets over them, you can tell he's going to be something really, truly special. I think he's fantastic. Uh, yeah, so it's great to see that he could be potentially driving the Haas in FP1. My only issue with this is, it's saying here for FP1 of the Austin Grand Prix. Now, the Austin Grand Prix at the Circuits of America in Texas is a sprint weekend. So there's only one free practice session. So if he was to take the place of uh, Kevin Magnussen or Nico Hulkenberg for that practice session... That means that one of those drivers is going to have no practice time whatsoever for the entire race weekend, and it's a sprint weekend. So I don't fully believe this one because it doesn't make any sense, but it would be the most Haas thing to do in the world in terms of not giving their drivers any time uh, to get ready for the track. But yeah, it's a strange one. We'll wait and see. I'd love to see Oli Behrman take uh, part in FP1. But I don't think it will be at the Austin Grand Prix. Let's wait and see. Right, our final story for this weekend is looking towards the Dutch Grand Prix and the Aston Martin team. Now, it's been rumoured for a while now that Aston are bringing these big, up, big upgrades uh, to the uh, Dutch Grand Prix. Of course, they started the season fantastically. 
that have dropped off quite a bit. They were easily the second fastest car at the start of the year, but now uh, they've been they're quicker. The uh, Mercedes is quicker. McLaren is quicker. On its day, the Ferrari is quicker. So they've fallen off quite considerably here. Uh, team principal Mike Crack was asked if these Aston upgrades could bring them back to becoming the second fastest team on the grid, and his response was yes. There you go. That's the end of that there. So, yeah, we're looking to see how good Aston's going to be here. Of course, there was the rumours at the start of the summer break that the reason that they have lost so much speed is because the front wing that they were running at the start of the year wasn't entirely legal. Now, of course, that has not been confirmed or denied by anyone uh, of uh, substance, but that was the rumours going round. So we'll see what they bring to uh, the Dutch Grand Prix, and that is very exciting news that maybe we could have Alonso back at the front of the grid again in this season. Um, it's just another strange one, though, because it seems like all the teams now are just aiming to be the second fastest team. Just even with all these upgrades, there's still no catching Red Bull. It's unbelievable how quick that Red Bull is. So, yeah, if we get, for the second half of this year, a proper Aston, McLaren, Mercedes battle for second place, that could be really fun. And it'd be nice if Ferrari woke up as well, wouldn't it? That would be really good. So... There you go. That's the news. As I said, watch the Martin Brundle video that's on the channel now. We'll be back next weekend for all the F1 stuff. Isn't that great? Is F2 on next weekend? I can't remember. One second, everyone. I'm going to give it a quick Google to see if F2 is on next weekend. Let's have a look. It's loading. It is! F2 is on next weekend, so we'll have F2 coverage here as well. There's no F3. F3 are back in uh, Monza. But we will have F1 and F2 coverage next weekend. So we might not see Oli Behrman in the Austin F1 session, but we will see him for Formula 2 at Zandvoort. It's going to be a great time. So I hope I'll see you there. Until next time, though, have a great week. Take care of yourself and others. And goodbye.